Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Well, 2023 in video games is a veritable buffet of choices, no matter your preference in genre, game mechanics, or narratives we still can't help but miss some of our favorites that got left by the wayside. For every Final Fantasy and The Legend of Zelda that carries forward seemingly until the end of time, there are plenty of fantastic franchises that aren't so lucky. These are the series that, whether they got well underway or barely began, were unfortunately left to rot long before their time. No genre is big enough nor publisher popular enough to escape the video game franchise cemetery that inevitably swallows up some offerings that truly don't deserve it. I'm Jess from What Culture, and here are 10 amazing video game franchises that were abandoned. Number 10, Suikoden. Konami is known for a bunch of massive franchises, but not all of them have lasted as long as they should have. One such franchise is RPG series Suikoden, whose first entry arrived in 1995 in Japan and ran until 2006 in its mainline series with Suikoden 5, and until 2009 in its spin-off titles. While JRPGs of all shapes and sizes boomed in the late 90s and early 2000s, after that point it became apparent only the strongest would continue to receive support from their publishers. Despite the love the franchise developed for its epic narratives and fascinating characters, ultimately Konami disbanded the Suikoden team, reallocating them onto its numerous other titles and essentially leaving the franchise for dead after its fifth installment failed to meet Konami's commercial expectations. Though a number of unofficial entries in the franchise would crop up and a spiritual successor as well as two remasters of the first two original games are slated for this year, it's unlikely that Suikoden 6 will ever grace your gaming library. At the very least, those who care about this iconic JRPG franchise are trying to keep it alive however possible, even if the mainline series has been dead in the water for over a decade. If you are a fan of this one, keep an eye out for Ayuden Chronicle 100 Heroes. It's a crowdfunded JRPG made by the original creator of Suikoden, Yoshitaka Moriyama. Number 9. Banjo-Kazooie you probably don't need me to tell you about Rare's iconic 3D platformer series Banjo-Kazooie and the impact it had on the whole games industry in general, but just in case, let me get you across the fundamentals. Both Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie were must-have titles for the N64. Released in 1998 and 2000, respectively, they were both praised for their visuals, humor, electric characters, engaging writing, and catchy soundtrack, not to mention the frequently inspired level design. At the time, these games represented the pinnacle of what platformers could be, and even gamers now would argue they're still fantastic. Unfortunately, after Microsoft's acquisition of Rare in 2002, 
the series pretty much ground to a halt, releasing a couple of handheld entries and then 2008's Nuts and Bolts, which altered the mechanics and visual style in a way that, well, to put it nicely, didn't resonate with many fans. To put it less nicely, it basically marked the death of the franchise. Aside from rocking up in Smash as playable characters and 2017's middlingly received crowdfunded spiritual successor, Ukulele, that's pretty much all she wrote. Number eight, Clock Tower. It's been proven over and over again lately that survival horror, particularly the classic video game horror franchises, are far from dead. Unfortunately, that doesn't mean every fantastic classic survival horror franchise has made it to 2023. Case in point, Clock Tower. While Resident Evil continues to go from strength to strength, and even Silent Hill seems to be quickly approaching a resurrection, the delightful psychological minefield that was the Clock Tower franchise has been left dormant for over two decades. If we don't include the two spiritual successes, 2005's Haunting Ground for the PS2 and 2016's crowdfunded Night Cry, there hasn't been an entry in the series since Clock Tower 3, which hit shelves in 2002. Adding insult to injury, the franchise was basically left for dead even before its third entry came out, as this entry didn't include input from creator Hifumi Komo and was a critical and commercial disappointment. Although the games did receive some mixed reviews for their somewhat obtuse puzzles and tedious sections, they were universally praised for their chilling atmosphere, creepy antagonist Scissorman, and impressive horror themes. Adding a nail to the coffin was the fact that the slow point-and-click gameplay was sized up against another horror game that launched the same year as Clock Tower 2. Resident Evil. Given the resurgence in interest for combat-free survival horror games featuring defenseless protagonists, it's a shame that Clock Tower was abandoned. Number 7. Zone of the Enders The first Zone of the Enders game, a brainchild that came from the now-severed partnership between Hideo Kojima and Konami, was released in 2001. For the uninitiated, this series had you battling it out in space with giant robots. So look, you can see why people fell in love with it, even if you haven't had the pleasure yourself. Despite pulling in fans for its intriguing concepts, stylish action combat, gorgeous visuals, and deep narrative, Kojima was a pretty busy guy around the early 2000s, and other projects at Konami took priority. Though Kojima announced work on the fourth installment had begun in 2012, nine years after the last installment hit shelves, the project was ultimately cancelled due to issues with the release of the Zone of the Enders HD collection, which was burdened by a flawed plan to up the frame rate. With Kojima and Konami now firmly having parted ways, it's extremely unlikely we'll ever see another Zone of the Enders game, to the dismay of its fanbase. Number 6. Breath of Fire You probably know Capcom from their wildly popular franchises like Resident Evil, Monster Hunter, and Street Fighter, but another big series that might not immediately crop to mind is Breath of Fire. Breath of Fire was an RPG series that kicked off with its first entry that was released in Japan of 1993 and was Capcom's first traditional RPG series. It won fans for its unique gameplay mechanics, curious post-apocalyptic world, and colourful characters. While the franchise, which spanned six mainline entries, garnered more success in Japan than North America, there was still enough commercial success to continue on with the series until 2003, with the release of Breath of Fire Dragon Quarter. Although it was received quite well, the gameplay mechanics were very different from what longtime fans had been expecting, making this a very divisive entry for both critics and players. Breath of Fire 6 did eventually come out a whopping 14 years later in 2016, but it only came to PC and mobile, and it wasn't released outside of Japan. 
In 2009, a Capcom exec said the series remained a, quote, resting IP, but it's unlikely we'll see anything more from the franchise anytime soon. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Number five, Half-Life. Yes, I know technically VR game Half-Life Alex came out in 2020, but given that that mainline series has been sitting on ice for, I don't have a watch, but 16 years now, I think we can call it abandoned. Even though audiences and critics agree that the Half-Life franchise stands as one of the best video game series of all time, Valve has had a lot of trouble putting Half-Life 3 into action. Half-Life 3 was in development between 2013 and 2014 before being abandoned, while several other Half-Life entries spanning from ports to expansions and VR experiences were at various points in development before all each being cancelled. Half-Life 2 Episode 3 was supposed to arrive in Christmas of 2007, but it was then revealed Valve were having trouble coming up with a good enough idea to carry the story forward. And so the abandonment of Half-Life continues to be one of the greatest gripes in the industry for fans and critics, especially if you're not into VR. Number four, Dino Crisis. 
Another Capcom franchise that fell by the wayside when the zeitgeist decided that zombies were cooler than dinosaurs is Dino Crisis. Much like Resident Evil killed Clock Tower, so too did it kill its younger sibling Dino Crisis, which ran for four entries between 1999 and 2003. The survival horror had you facing off against fearsome dinosaurs, unveiling a secret plot, and in the case of its third entry, jumping several hundred years into the future to the year 2548. The original game was adored for its mix of action and strategy, genuinely frightening atmosphere, realism, and stellar soundtrack. Dino Crisis sidestepped into action shooter territory for its second entry, Dino Crisis 2, which was wildly critically acclaimed, though its threequel space action shenanigans resulted in mixed reviews. Regardless, fans were still begging for Dino Crisis 4, and while Capcom have suggested a new entry or remaster might be possible, there's been no real movement on that to speak of. Number 3. Sly Cooper Sucker Punch Studios' Sly Cooper games were a hit for many gamers due to their engaging stealth and platforming mechanics, clever humor, colorful characters, and delightful story beats. The franchise spanned five entries between 2002 and 2013, if we include 2010's Sly Collection, which remastered the first three games in the series. As original developer Sucker Punch shifted focus to infamous and most recently Ghost of Tsushima, development of the fourth entry in the series went to Sanzaru Games. The latest and final Sly game, Thieves in Time, released in 2013 to generally favorable reviews, and even ended on a cliffhanger. Yet there's been very little news of any plans to follow it up. Rumored film and TV adaptations failed to come to fruition, and Sly 5 was again rumored as soon as 2021, but nothing has come of those murmurings as yet. All we do know is that neither Sanzaru nor Sucker Punch are involved in any possible fifth installment. Number 2. Bushido Blade Bushido Blade was a 3D fighting game originally released for PlayStation in 1997. We're playing it a touch fast and loose with the definition of the term franchise here, as Bushido Blade was cut short after only two entries. But the instant death on hit combat, themes of honor and the warrior code, and innovative strategy mechanics set it apart from other fighting games at the time, and even today. Despite both entries being critically acclaimed and initially a slam dunk for publisher Square Enix, we haven't seen anything else from the series since 1998. Developers Lightweight did work on another fighting game for the Xbox, but given this one, called Kabuki Warriors, is considered one of the worst video games of all time, I think we can safely set it aside from Bushido's legacy. Number 1. Legacy of Kane. As we round out this list of frustrating why-hasn't-anyone-kept-this-franchise-going conundrums, we land with one of the most head-scratching examples, Silicon Knights and Crystal Dynamics Legacy of Kane. Legacy of Kane ran from 1996 until 2003, and though it jumped between developers during this time, the heart and soul of the critically acclaimed and fan-adored fantasy action-adventure games stayed consistent. Praise for its rich fantasy world and characters, voice acting, innovative storytelling, and cinematic sequences, the series was a hit from end to end. It's puzzling then that it all came to a halt with Legacy of Kane Defiance in 2003. While admittedly the series had dipped in quality by this point, the game still reviewed very well in part due to its attempts to tie up many unanswered questions left by the story that had been told so far. The series had been identified as perhaps a little too ambitious for any studio to take on, which may have resulted in the series being abandoned for so long. I do have a happy ending for you on this one, though, because the IP was since picked up by Embracer Group, previously THQ Nordic, who've been on a massive sequel creating and remake spree lately, so fingers crossed we're going to see more Legacy of Kane. 
That's the end of our list, but let me know down in that comment box which video game franchises you wish were not abandoned and which ones still keep you up at night. As always, I've been Jess from What Culture. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you like it, you can come say hi to me on my Twitter account where I'm at Jess McDonald. But make sure you stay tuned to us here for plenty more gaming goodness. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.